0: Is your business stuck in one spot, struggling to grow? Our 8-week Profit Business Accelerator at winningjim.com/grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast. Delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in a special White Mountains of Arizona remote show, joined by Randy Engston. What's up, buddy? Hey, my friend. Good day. It's a great day. It's a great day when you're in the mountains, and the weather's about sixty-five. A little drizzle. Can still see your breath in the middle of well, I guess August first in Arizona. <laughs> there, I think July. Every day was a uh, one hundred and ten. One ten
1: over one ten. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Uh, you know, we've got to wait. We got to wait a little bit. It's been nice. Uh, it's just different. I mean, when we left, it was
0: almost 60 degrees different door to door. Yeah. Wow. And uh, while we're up here, we set up a podcast here because I knew we were going to be spending a lot of time up here. Mm-hmm. Might as well continue the content drops for everybody. And this episode is going to be good. It's going to be a good one because it's going to make you want to think a little bit. Uh, what we're talking about today is exit strategies on your gym. Okay. So when you start a business, a lot of times that's not even the first thing that comes to mind. It's not even in the thought process. It's like, what am I going to do with this thing? You're just so excited to get it started. You're very, you know, you're fired up, you're working in there every day. And, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years go by and you find yourself in a pickle because you don't have a business that can even be sold. Yeah. And so we want to like bring this front and center. Uh, to make sure that, you know, we're doing things in our business that, hey, if one day I wanted to turn this over to somebody and sell this, this you have an operational business that isn't necessarily a job for the new owner, because a lot of time, I mean, I would say 99% of the time, somebody coming in and buy your business does not want to buy a job. Okay. They want to buy the business. And so, Uh, We're going to define self employed versus business owner using Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant, which is something that we really uh, preach on. And really, the difference between self employed versus business owner. If you are in your business running a position, Mm -hmm. uh, the business needs you to run and operate, either you're training, you're doing sales, you're doing books, you're doing, uh, even if you're overseeing the business. Uh, at some level, if you're not involved in the business, it, the business will then fall apart, then you're essentially self-employed. Correct. You yep. own you own your job and you got the worst boss in the world because you yeah. are the worst boss. And, and so you got a lot of gym owners that live in this kind of fantasy land, like, hey, I own a business. No, you own a job. And really the, and the other side of the coin is if the business runs on systems, regardless if you're there or not, Uh, then you have a business, right? And so when you're going to sell a business to a potential owner, they're going to look at that. They're going to say like, hey, how involved is the owner of the operation in the success of this business? You know, run without them? Because if I'm buying a business, I don't want to be, in the day to day, yeah, you know, you have enough money to that purchase a business. You're you're not trying to put yourself, you know, an eighty hour work position, right? And it, that's
1: and yeah, and that's exactly it, right? The people, it's an undesirable sell for for many, yeah. right? The people coming in have to be willing to be that owner operator, no, know, like knowing that they're going to get their feet wet, be in the day to day. But that's not exactly a desirable thing for most, you know, business owners looking to purchase another business. They're looking for. Somewhat of a turnkey profit opportunity, you know, and uh, so it is tough, right? At the end of the day, <clears throat> if you don't have the business, you might have a great client book,
0: mm-hmm. and that's really the wealth of what you can sell. And that's the tough part, yeah. right? Right? If you don't have recurring revenue, if you just have the the list of your clients, if you're the one doing the you know, doing the operations, yeah, you don't really have a business, sellable business. Now the one. Type of person that might purchase a business like that would be a trainer in your mm-hmm. gym that's already in there working already, and then they want to move into that owner role, and then maybe you can move out. That's that I can see that happening. Uh, but listen, guys, if you're not profitable, if you're not keeping good books, if you don't have systems around each and every uh, aspect of your business, that's not sellable. That's not desirable. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's been plenty of businesses sold to unsuspecting owners or naive new purchasers. That got in over their head, mm-hmm. they didn't realize what they didn't know, and now they're stuck with a job that needs to be fixed. And, uh, you know, hopefully, really the point of this show is to like, hey, take a hard look at, at what you're doing. Um, you know, maybe you're not ready to sell today, but you need to build your operation to a way that it's going to be able to be sold. Absolutely. And so first things I would focus on is what do you do in the gym? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your role? Is there ways to replace yourself? You know, if you're a salesperson and that's all you do, maybe that's an easy, that's an easy replacement. But if you're a salesperson, you're also writing the emails, you're doing the blog posts, you're doing the social media pictures, you're training clients, you're doing programming, you're cleaning that you are the business, you are the business. Yeah. And so, you know, listen, you know, you got to do what you got to do in the beginning. I get it. You're going to wear all the hats. Yep. Uh, but, but there tom- comes a time like, listen, what, do, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. What, what is the point of this operation? Uh, and so... Build, build it to sell is, is the way I would position it, even if you never plan on selling, because eventually you're going to need to. Well, it goes back.
1: I mean, when we had Mike McAlwitz out in Orlando, one of the things that resonated with me, and I think it'll always carry on, is, is as a business owner, your job is job creation, not fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And if you start your business with that kind of belief or mentality, you're baking in staffing structures, you're baking in systems, all of those things that are actually you know carrying the weight. In the work of the business, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, if you start with that kind of mentality, it just becomes natural. You don't find yourself stuck down the road when yeah. you because there's no way. I mean, at the end of the road, there's not enough time to go throw all that stuff in there
0: when you really want to sell now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's too late, too little, too late. I mean, e- and I would argue even if you're an owner that doesn't train, but if a coach leaves or or goes on vacation or is sick, you find yourself on the training floor. That's still not a, you're still not an owner. You're, you're still self-employed. too close. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to have layers between you and the business. And so, at least in my position, I have a couple layers. I've got the coaching staff. They, they we backfill each other. And then we got Zach. Yep. Zach backfills that stuff. Um, I'm not really ever needed, you know, for the operation. I'm needed for guidance. Sure. I'm needed for question and answer stuff and, and strategy. Um, and I think that's a place where a lot of, Gym owners would love to get mm-hmm. to, um, and I think I was telling somebody in our Iron Circle, like, what how, you know, what was the catalyst for me to finally pull the trigger? Because I'd be honest with you, if I didn't have this happen, I may still be in the role. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I when I enjoyed AM2, what else was I going to do? I'm just gonna sit at home watch TV Netflix. No, He's I'm, I'm going to work. Myself. I'm going to go in and get job done. So the thing, the catalyst was profit. So when ProFit was taking off, I, it forced me to find a director, which was Brent at the time, mm-hmm. to, to backfill that role. So I didn't have to be there so I could focus my time on ProFit stuff. Um, and I think that might need to be the catalyst for a lot of gym owners. You, you may start finding yourself investing in real estate on the side and you need that you're needed over there full time. Well, you got to replace yourself, and so that you know forced me to do it. We, you know, it was a rocky start, but you know, it was the best thing that ever happened because you know now we're off to do other things. Yeah, I'm completely, you know, running multiple businesses now, right, and even more since then. But uh,
1: you know, you you nailed it with the roles and responsibilities. That's where it all comes down to. I mean, even if you looked at your business today, and you said, as the owner, what are the functions of the business that are on my plate? And you had the realization, like, of course, guys, like we don't expect that you just have money laying around to hire anybody you want or go pay for, you know, systems or software whatever. Mm -hmm. But at least now with the roles and responsibilities you have, that is your game plan. That is the path forward. It's how do I, who do I need in order to fill this, right? It's a who, not a how, or the systems that need to happen. So those things happen without you having to, you know, manually go do them yourself. And when you get clarity on that, that's how you build yourself towards that, yeah. that exit goal. You build that true business as opposed to that self-employed situation.
0: Right. And one of the, the best systems that we uh, we install is the CLA. Yeah. I mean, you hear us talk about this automation. The autom- like the automation when you build a CLA and you have that's a sellable asset by the way. Yes. If you've got a, a potential owner coming in and you and you show them the CLA system that that hooks in all your lead sources, books appointments on your behalf, moves people through different journeys automatically, and you don't have to do anything like that's very appealing. Okay. Yeah. That big chunk of nurture is taken care of by system and not necessarily people that you have to pay. Um, we've had gym owners not hire admins because of the CLA. Yeah. And so like that's one of the I mean, I, I know it I built it, I know it we use it, but I, I still I've seen everything that exists in the market. Um nothing touches it. I don't I yeah. don't know. I mean I know it's I'm biased, but I've tried. I've tried to I've tried to go on a go high level and try yeah, to produce the CLA the way I want it to work and it just doesn't work. It doesn't work over there on that system. It has to be on the system we have it on. Um, and so you know, we talk about systems in business in our business accelerator program and stuff, but like, that's a turnkey, like that, it's that's an a, asset to the business. It's a big chunk that gets handled immediately. The other side of those systems, obviously everything from your program design, mm-hmm. semi-private pro is system. a system and that's purchasable. You can, you can purchase that as a system. And now that's done. That big box is checked. Well, think about, I mean,
1: and the, the other option is who's doing your programming in your gym. If it's, if it's sitting on your plate, you don't have a system. You don't have a sellable, desirable, you know, any opportunity for somebody to come along. I'll, I'll even
0: piggyback on that. If one of your coaches is doing it, you don't own it either. You so yeah. if that coach leaves. So the, the, the programming itself has to come top down. It needs to be owned by the business. And if you don't have a system around your programming, you're back in the self-employed role yeah. and it's not sellable. Yep. And so you've got to you've got to get that off your plate. You gotta get the, the marketing and nurture off your plate. Sure, you can use agencies and stuff to drive ads, like drive leads, mm-hmm. but you have to own that nurture process because I'd never want to see a gym owner having somebody else nurture their leads and call their appointments to set them because you don't know what the hell they're saying. Oh, yeah. And you don't own that either. There you go. So yeah. And there's, I mean, let's be honest, there's only
1: so many things. I mean, you don't have to own every single aspect of the business, but you have to have, you know, the 85%, right? There's some outsourcing that can be done. There's some things like that. You know, if that agency doesn't work out, there's hundreds of other ones that can fill that mm-hmm. need. So that might not be one of the things that you need to pick up and do for within your business, but you have a process. Mm-hmm. You pick up the ball where they, you know, drop it off to you mm-hmm. and the business and the systems of the business carry the weight.
0: Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, the Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group. And let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Right, right. So you got the programming, the lead, nurturing, and marketing side, and then you got the sales side, and you got the customer service stuff. I mean, that's pretty much it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you you own your product. The, the way, the proprietary way that you train your clients, I guess that goes back into programming, but like on the training floor, having a system around, we call ours is the standard that we, we we created non-negotiables that have to happen on the floor. That's a system. Everything's systematized. There's no questions on what do I do today? Everybody well, knows.
1: And I think there's, you know, there, there's a, a horrible, I guess there's, I, I, I'm sure that there's a belief because t- I've talked to so many gym owners and we just did that, me and Zach did that podcast about the self-limiting, you know, my clients won't mentality. Gym owners want and love the idea of like, You know, what what I do is so unique, you know, my type of programming and all of that stuff. And it may be, but you have to be able to articulate that and you have to bring it to a system because to, you know, our, our point of this whole show is if you're, if you are the answer to all of these things, you don't have a business, you have a job Mm -hmm. and you are the fulfillment. And so, you know, getting all of that stuff from the proprietary aspects of your programming to anything, it's gotta be, it's gotta fall into a system. Mm -hmm. It has to.
0: Yeah, has fallen a system and, and really the value of your business comes down to the owner involvement. It really is. I saw. A I, chart. I saw. And a benefit. Chart. Yeah. Well, the owner benefit. That's where the money comes. But the multiple come. The, sure. the Yeah. The multiple on the revenue comes from the involvement of the owner. Meaning, if you're highly involved as the owner, you you get a one sure. or even a 0. 0.5. And if you're completely absentee, you're looking at four five x, which. That's, that's where you want to be. That's the hundred, <laughs> that's, that's a hundreds of thousands, if not million dollars swing based on you being involved or not. Because that's,
1: well, they, that's it. it to, to what I was kind of getting at, like the uniqueness of what we want to bring to the table doesn't mean that the, by bringing in systems, you devalue or lose that. You're mm. actually solidifying that, right? Because at the end of the day, our job, if you may, right, what we need to bring to the marketplace is a repeatable client experience it doesn't have to be identical, but it has to be similar, right? Mm-hmm. Our clients are coming in and they expect the music, the energy, the conversation, the standard, right? The greetings, all of those things should be like a Starbucks in a, in our fitness facilities. Mm-hmm. And when you can create systems, I mean, hell guys, from everything from how you answer the phones to how you greet the people walking through your door. These are systems, right? Put them into SOPs, standard operating procedures, put them into manuals, put them into trainings, Hell, you could do it online now, and you know you could have somebody go through a training portal, mm-hmm. you know, in Kajabi or another you know learning management system, and all of that stuff is a system. It's but to that point, it's that is a desirable
0: aspect for anybody coming along looking for uh, looking to buy that business. Mm-hmm. And, and back to your point, it doesn't have to be sterile. No, it could be absolutely no. off the wall, wild. I know there's gyms out there that do some crazy stuff, but it's very systematized. Yeah, and so. Like a lot, like I think a lot of what people think is if it's systems, it's, it's so cold boring, and boring, it's cold yeah, and hospital sterile. like. No, and, no, no, no. It could be super cool and wild. It just has to be repeatable. You know
1: what's cool about systems? What money, time? I'll be, I'll be unique as hell and broke, but I would absolutely rather have like money in my pocket to do the things that I know I need to do consistently. Yeah, yeah. and that's what it comes down to. It's a consistent repeatable client experience.
0: Yeah. So this is like really a reminder. I'm I'm, I'm sure you've heard something similar, if not direct from us before yeah. from somebody else, but a lot of times you need to be reminded and be told several times in a row, like, oh crap, I don't, it is me. So I guess the challenge would be, or the action plan for you listening to this episode, if you find yourself like, Hey dude, I'm so involved in the day to day. I'm always involved, you know, like I can't get out. I'm ball and chain. Audit your time. Yeah, Where yeah, are you yeah. spending your time? what who on your who on your team can do the some of the things that are on your plate now can we start creating SOPs standard operating procedures for sales consultations mm-hmm. standard operation operational procedures for answering the phone greeting the front desk clean up and open and close procedures um, Air conditioner uh, settings, settings uh, yeah. volume of uh, volume of uh, music settings, um, the the type of cleaning you do, what the cadence is like. This is all that it all has to get done. And if it's not written down and, and have a plan around it, you could just it could happen or not happen. And so you'll find yourself. You probably have a lot of stuff in your head, and mm-hmm. oh, this is the way we do it. But just freaking write it down or write, do a video, like you were saying. Everything that you do in the gym needs to have some SOP around it. Yeah. So, and then back to your point about training new new employees, that's technically a system in itself. Hey, absolutely. How we onboard a new coach has to be systematized and the training, I think the best bet is to do the training on a video portal so that everybody gets the same exact training. It's yeah. not what the guy before you that you're replace, like the person that got hired to replace is trying to train the yeah. new guy. So the game the, it, of telephone. Yeah. Oh and my so God. So everything kind of
1: loses. Or the uh, newest hire hires, you know, trains the newest hire. A uh, got no, <laughs> no. Do you want your business to, to, to work like a game of telephone? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Exactly. Because you know, those, those you know, people are like, well, this is how we're supposed to do it, but this is how I've been doing it. And yeah. like th- now, who, again, it's not it's a system who's running the show. Oh. Um, guys, at the end of the day, I mean, systems, they're not, you know, it's not the sexiest thing that we talk about. No. It's not, uh, you know, oh hell, that new lead generation campaign. that was. but here's, the th- this is, this is the stuff that will absolutely change your business today. It'll give you the opportunity for your future. I mean, we work with gym owners that are in their 20s and we worked with gym owners in their 60s and I could tell you that the guys in their 60s that didn't have these things are now acting out of pure desperation they're trying to figure out what the rest of their life looks like because they don't have a sellable commodity or sellable business to mm-hmm. to actually walk away with right they they were under the impression like we said they felt they were a business owner but when the application comes and they actually have to go turn, you know, like open up the doors and see who's those potential buyers are nobody's looking nobody's, nobody's. nobody's looking guys if you Mike McAllister challenged everybody in the Iron Circle that day to one year from that event to take four weeks off their business. If you can't take a week off your business today, you don't, you are not a business owner. These are harsh realities and it's just, it's not a problem. But if your desire is to have an exit goal, be able to sell this business, then, then allow this to be your path, right? This is a little wake up call. Go make those different, those changes.
0: Bring these things into your business. Here's the thing I never want to see happen is a, 15, 20, 30 year gym owner close the doors one day because the lease is done and they liquidate their equipment and they move on with their life without any value for the 30 years of work they put in. We've seen it. And I they know. try, you know, they try to sell a client list, but what's a client list when? Well, you see it, you see it on uh biz buy sell where mm-hmm. you're selling like, even like anytime fitness is for 20 grand or, or the equipment value. And it's like, man, I work too hard for decades to sell something for 10 grand or the equipment cost. you know what i mean so um wake up call i think for a lot a lot of people um if you're young and you're listening to this you get a you get a jump start you get a big advantage over over those that uh you know just kind of meandered through the business life and never really paid attention so um, I want, I want you to picture the, the the selling of your business. You're, you're, I don't know, however old you want to be. Let's just say you're 50 years old. You've been doing this for 20 years. You started when you were 30 uh, and you've got a buyer and a husband and wife on the other side, excited to buy your business and you're signing the paperwork and you get a wire transfer over to your account for, you know, six, six, seven figures, maybe more. Um, and then that the, the portal opens up and you do whatever you want yeah. with your time. At least you got value for your operation, um, and you know for for a lot of you, it, this is your retirement plan. Mm-hmm. Make it make it worthwhile. You know, get that multiple, get out of the business, have a profitable, clean books. Um, all of it counts. So that's
1: a that's a really good point. I mean, drive that one home. A, I want to drive that one home a little bit because a lot of I I mean, we speak with gym owners every day. Like the idea is, I'll sell my business and I'll retire. You know, I'll be able to live off that. Retirement or the the funds from that, mm-hmm. yeah, you better have all of these things in play. Yep. I mean, your business runs like a franchise. It's crisp, it's clean. Anybody who walks through the door can experience the same, you know, deliverable. And then your employees know exactly how and what to do anytime something comes mm-hmm. up.
0: Like that's yeah. that is the that yeah. is a beautiful business and a system for for replacing. Yep. So having your job descriptions ready to post, where you post them, um, what your interview process is, guys. I mean, it's everything you do needs to be systematized. I know it's like we said, it's it's like, meh, but it's super sexy when I mean, hell, I'm up here in this cabin and I don't have to be anywhere, right? It's like it's kind of cool, kind of reaping the rewards now. Yeah. After you know, 14 years, or and you can't.
1: That's and that's the thing is like at the end of the day, systems replace your time and money, right? And so whether it's a system, meaning software for nurturing leads, or whether it's a staffing structure that the work falls on, you know, your employees or your staff, both of those are you replacing your exchange of time for money. That is that ascension that we talked about. That's the step into that business owner role. It's the relationship that you have with earning wealth. Ultimately, right? The next step after that would be investing, an investment, making your money work for your money. So if that's the goal. If that's what you want to be. You have to start the process now. You have to
0: have these things in place because uh, nobody's coming to save you. And you, you don't have to, you can, uh, like, I'm thinking about me. I, I'm in three quadrants right now yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So it could all happen. So listen, guys, hopefully this helps. Uh, maybe it'll wake you up. Maybe you didn't even think about this. And so hopefully that that is the, the wake-up call that you need. Uh, go get to work. If you guys need help, you know how to find us winninggym.com slash call probably yeah. Marketing. PFPF. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's in the show notes. If you need to get a hold of us, that's it for this episode guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the built to grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, business talk with fitness professionals.